0: Hello, 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 and this is the first episode of The Basement Podcast for the 2024 year. Yay! I am Brian. I'm Millie. And I'm Michael. And we are here as a group for today, and we will first be discussing, you know, just the common phrase, new year, new me. Mm. And we're going to be talking about it from the angle of what your problems are with the phrase. Oh,
1: okay. Michael, go first. He looks like he has something
2: to oh. say. <laughs> um, I think, like, with my problem with the whole situation is, or, like, the whole idea of, new, like, new year, new me is, like, the lack of, like, actual progress and, like, how that works. I feel like a lot of people say new New year, new me, but still proceed to act the same as they did last year, right? Yep. But that's how I see it. But, I, like, I do like the idea of new year, new me, but in actuality, I think everyone should... Like aim to constant, like constantly improve themselves, no matter what time of the year it is. That's what I think, though. So I think
1: that's why like, I don't really have many problems with like New Year, New year, New Me. I think that people can use that time, like especially because like with Christmas time, you have like that nice little like lull in time where you're like not working, you're not doing school, you actually have time to set goals and intentions. Mm-hmm. So then when New Year actually hits, you can actually do it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I wouldn't say New Year New Me. I'd say like. New Year, time to improve, you know what I mean? Exactly. Because I yeah. don't think you need to become a whole different version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Just take the steps that you need to. Whoop.
0: Yeah. And I feel like a lot of the phrase is this idea that people have to change drastically yeah. every year, whereas I feel like a new year, new year thing should be perhaps a new hobby mm-hmm. or perhaps, you know, maybe a new venture. But it shouldn't be okay. Who I was last year needs to be revamped entirely. Because what are you gonna do when the next year comes around? Yeah. There's only so much improvement you can do. That's not long-term thinking. Mm-hmm. Before you hit a plateau, and you're like, "Well, is there anything that I could do besides moving and starting fresh?"
1: I also think that the like hopping off of what you were saying, like it also. New Year, New Me, like, the phrase also implies that, like, the old you wasn't as good as the new you could be this year. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And I think it, like, makes you seem like, oh, the old me was bad, so I need to get rid of it and do something else. But I, I don't think that's necessarily the case. I don't know if I explained that right, but that's what I think.
0: I think it makes sense. Yeah. It got more profound than I expected. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> not 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 to say like you know it went it went too far deep yeah. but you know just to pull things back i i'd say let's let's talk about what we did over the break
1: Ooh. um i hung out with my family went to this like nice little church like thing at a convention center took some cool pictures um i saw some like my old choir director and like when i was younger i thought she was like 25 and then I saw her and I'm like, oh, she's probably like 25. And I'm like, I'm a full 13 years older than I was when she was my choir director. I have no idea how old this woman is. Um, that has nothing to do with anything. I just thought it was a good little side note. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else did you do? I uh, also hung out with Omen, my cat. Oh, um, oh. He, like, how is he? he is so good. He remembers me. Like He knows my voice and everything. And oh. like he climbed under the covers when I came home. He did a little jump. He learned how to do backflips off the wall yeah back backflips, that's what i'm saying he'll like parkour off the walls if he gets excited remember on Mm -hmm. on christmas my family was like in a circle praying like because it was christmas or whatever yeah and (laughs) um and my cat was going crazy you could just hear him jumping off every single wall because he wasn't included he thinks he's a human but that was a good time i spent time with my family and my cats and uh, some of my friends from high school that i kept in touch with so it was fun i think i just went on a whole tangent i want to hear your
0: breaks i feel like you can't go on a tangent when you're describing what happened break because you're always catching up with people and you're saying more in one conversation than you would if you were catching up say week to week Mm, that's right i I don't mind it but i will say it was at this it was very eventful Mm -hmm. and very bland at the same time Mm. so so. as in day-to-day there was not much going on i i was at my parents place but they moved since i left university since i left for university mm-hmm. and therefore every time i go and visit them it's not me coming home it's more so me visiting my parents yeah i'm not going home and seeing my high school friends i'm not going oh, home yeah, yeah. and you know like doing all of that stuff I'm, I'm going home to see my parents so i'm yeah. always thinking okay let me coordinate with my siblings so that there's things to do during the day mm-hmm. because my mom will be doing her own thing. My dad is either working from home or, or at the office, and I'm there studying. Yeah. Over the break. And then the "quote unquote eventful moments," aren't even eventful for say like good reasons or I'm having so much Christmas fun with my siblings. Mm-hmm. It's nice to see them. But there was a bit of like a mental crisis in the family, so there was a lot of okay hunker down stay close you would love to explore the area but now is not the time we gotta help you know someone so i feel like the eventful moments were high adrenaline
1: yeah
0: like stressful moments not so much so you know kicking back but overall i'd say pretty well
1: glad to hear that it was an overall pretty good experience
2: Um, I don't know. Like my break, my break is always filled with uh, people from church, especially because like he's Ganyan. I'm Ganyan, and like, <laughs> like church was like a really church has been like a really big part of like my upbringing, because like, you know, yeah. Ganyan. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, I was telling my family <coughs> for a bit, but also like my my parent, like my Kate Baxter. My mom went to Ghana, like, my parents went to Ghana uh, this uh, late October last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad was there for two months. My mom's still there right now. Um, so, obviously, you know, Christmas and the holidays didn't feel the same because it's, like, you know, like, like, like mom's not cooking and, like, mm-hmm. making, like, a bunch of food and, like, you know, like, with my, with my mom, like, cooking and doing all that, like, it just invites a lot more people over at the house. Yeah. Because, you know, I feel like my mom's cooking and food, yeah. right? So. But this year is more of me just like doing my own thing and like kind of being more of like my mom. So I was the one that was cooking and I was the one that was uh, doing all of that. But Period. that also was kind of fun because like I kind of realized like how much my mom actually does in the house mm-hmm. rather than just like, oh, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then that too. And no, I also took photos for FTF Canada, which is like, nice. it's like a football tournament. Sorry, soccer tournament. It's soccer tournament <laughs> that a lot of... um people uh, a lot of kids under the age of 18 that play internationally for canada competed and yeah and um, that was that's what i ended up doing and for new year's i was at church because as dead, you yeah. do
1: that's what my parents were asking me my dad's like are you coming with us yeah and i was like i'm gonna go eat 12 grapes under my friends down Oh, table. okay i did it <laughs> i i ate all 12 grapes under. All 12.
2: Not
0: yeah. 11, not thirteen. no no
1: i ate mm. all 12 within the minute so but i was within do- the minute i was done by 1201
2: Commitment. Yeah. yes Wow. yeah, 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 it yeah. it's yeah, like yeah. it's for
1: like good luck for like the new year and it's been working so far I'm not gonna tell you how but it is oh,
2: well fair fairs but
1: yeah. like I'm like I'm like living my best life right now
2: hmm wow.
1: like wake up in the morning drink tea do some yoga yoga new year new that's... me but like not because it's new year new me it's because I've, I've been planning this since like
2: oh, before before that's yeah. good mm-hmm. that's good see constant improvement yeah kaizen Kaizen? constant improvement
0: but I also feel In that, if you're looking at it in that sense, say something that you're planning for a while, then you could say new year year is not too bad because it could be someone just wanted to start the year with a big change. Perhaps someone wanted (laughs) to start their year with that big change uh, because everything I just said wasn't recorded. Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) Perhaps someone might want to start their year with a big change, and they don't know how to implement that without changing their schedule too drastically. So they could go, okay, for the rest of December, I'm going to live how I'm living, but January first mm-hmm. is the like date mm-hmm. on the calendar that I want to mark a transition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
1: think my transition most started like started like the week of like or the first week of classes because
2: mm-hmm. that's
1: when my schedule actually starts. So if I have like no routine, it like doesn't doesn't work but i'm like okay i'm able to make a routine because i have this class at this time and i know i have to be here at this time Mm -hmm. so yeah i agree with what you said
0: makes sense that's nice i i'm also thinking about this semester in terms of anything in particular that you might be looking forward to
1: oh i can um are you asking me
0: i'm asking the group
1: oh okay yes do you have anything michael
2: um my aim this semester is to get absolutely wasted that's what my aim is okay period yeah but like in, in a very respectful <laughs> and um responsible way um you know because because you know for like a lot of people it's like their last year mm-hmm. you know for me it's like my last winter term hopefully you know um so my aim is to obviously have fun but also achieve what i want to do in terms of you know, getting higher grades so i can get into the grad school i want to get into and Obviously, finish strong because that's that's one of my aims to do. Period. You know, to leave a strong mark academically as a whole.
1: Mm -hmm. I think the most I'm excited about a lot of things this semester because this is my hopefully my second last semester here, and then I'm done. Mm -hmm. Um, So I want to get those good grades because I am also applying to grad school. Yeah. I'm also just excited to like spend time with my friends because all my friends were a lot of my friends go to University of Waterloo, so they're on co-op, and like now we're all together in one city and I wanna like, I'm excited to spend that time with them before, yeah. like I'm roll off into different places. Yeah. Um, I'm also excited about BTO. If you guys know about the BSA BTO, mm-hmm. um, very, very important conference in February. I'm yeah. very excited for how that's gonna go and like how it's going to impact the KW community.
2: Mm-hmm. And also like uh, ECHOES Ooh, yes. as well. That's what I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, finally getting to put my work on display would mm-hmm. be pretty cool
1: michael's a great artist by the way thank you what are you excited about brian
0: what am i excited about i'm actually excited a- about volunteering in the Ooh. community again i last year in, in my community psychology course i was volunteering at a sleep at a soup kitchen mm-hmm. and i didn't end up going that much because i ended up retaking the course so this time around i'm volunteering at. I believe it is a community center, so I'm gonna be doing a lot of similar things in terms of serving meals, but I'm also going to be, say, organizing meetings, perhaps checking people in line at rapid access, like addiction centers. So there's a lot of stuff going on related to that that I'm looking forward to, because that's always an opportunity that I look at as a way to get to know an area and get to know people that would never have crossed paths with you Mm -hmm. simply because it's a time thing or they're far older than you. And perhaps you never would have started that conversation in like a retail position. Yeah. So that's nice. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't say I'm looking forward to it because it's already happened, but a few of my friends were gone over last semester, uh, Jitsu co-op. So it's nice to have them back. Um, and then looking forward to in the actual, in the actual semester, I don't think, I don't think there's anything that comes to mind. So it would be just volunteering and having them back.
1: Period. I think that's a good thing to look forward to though. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's like a nice little, like you said, like way to experience like I, different types of people.
0: Yeah, I guess it's different for me describing things to look forward to because it's over a, period of time and therefore I view it as something to get ready for rather than to look forward to, Mm -hmm. I feel. But that just comes down to like semantics. But I feel like there should be more things to be grateful about Mm -hmm. for 2023 because I feel like in many ways it was an up and down year for a lot of people. But Mm -hmm. if you had to pick say not not people or, or, or even events, but just things in general. So it could it could be even a concept or, or something that you learned. Just something that was new or different about 2023 that made you go, I'm grateful for this thing that I did that happened or I learned about or experienced in that year.
1: Mm. I actually have a really good one. I'm... Um, I was living in 2022, I was living in a kind of unsafe housing situation and I got moved out of it and then moved in with these girls in um, an apartment that my friend was also living in. And when I tell you that I, those are the best people I've ever met in my entire life, I've never been so grateful for like the people that I was living with. I felt so comfortable and so safe and we all like helped each other emotionally and we all had the same sense of humor. And I think that's something that I'm super grateful for because even though I don't live with them anymore because I was a sublet, I still have such a strong bond with each and every one of them. And in that friend group, each and every person has a bond with someone else. It's not, you know, like sometimes with friend groups, it's like, well, these three people are close and then they're kind of friends with these two other people and this and this. And it's like, it's kind of like that. But it's not like that. Like everyone has their own individual connection with each other. And I'm really, really grateful about that because like having great, good quality friends has been the best thing that's ever happened to me i think for like my mental health for my like spiritual health for everything yeah i think that's the best thing that's that's one of my things that i'm super grateful for from 2023 and also having a safe living situation that was nice
2: <laughs> yeah for, for me uh, like the experience that i definitely appreciate was getting to work in the museum mm-hmm. and like obviously um like from a photographer's perspective, it's like that. Like it's it's. I want to say it's more like not. I want to say it's overlooked and not appreciated. And I didn't realize that I would fall in love with it. Like obviously, like it's like you know, like you're documenting like artifacts, but like you know, like once you like oh understand it, or once you like you know, like actually read about it, I didn't really realize that I actually enjoyed it that much. And oh, thankfully, like. The photos that I did during my internship at the Battistry Museum, um, which is, like, the one of the— I think it's the largest shoe museum in North America. I think so, too. Yeah. Um, like, some of, like, my work was actually, like, on display for the new, show, like, um, exhibit that they opened, which is the 80s exhibit. So, like, if you get—if if you walk into the, mm-hmm. the Battistry Museum, like, before you walk in, there's this big display of, like, these— uh, 1980s like V-box that mm-hmm. I took photos of and then in, in the bottom right it says uh, documented and photographed by Suzanne Suzanne Peterson and Michael Manfall and the uh, other person I was God, working that's with sick. so that's nice. so that's something that I like always look back on and and like n- not only thank uh, thank God but thank like the people that are around me to push to propel me to do that so mm-hmm. so yeah so
1: that's fire that's really cool <laughs>
0: I would say for myself, it was actually something that I I guess I kind of brushed past in summer just because there were other things on my mind. But I was at a point in late April where I almost got kicked out of school. Okay. So there was a lot of petitioning, petitioning. There was a lot of emailing back and forth. There were a lot of Zoom meetings. And I would say I'm grateful to still have here just because I really enjoy the people that I'm living with mm-hmm. even though the weather is not the best for me and I'm like you know oh I could be having more fun I guess living elsewhere I feel like people are, are what makes a place worth living yeah. and I'm sure. glad that I have the roommates and the friends that I have
1: mm. well that's beautiful I love how we all have like very beautiful experiences in 2023 because I know it's like a it's like a challenging year but it was also just like so fruitful in, the, mm-hmm. in terms of like the lessons that were learned. Yeah.
0: I wonder what makes a year seem more challenging in hindsight. Because I feel like a lot of people say 2023 in particular.
1: It was, I don't know. I think it was just like, I don't know. I don't like just a bunch of people were like breaking up in, in relationships. It was like, it was like, one chunk in, like, April and then another chunk during the summer. I'm like, what's happening? Why is everyone coming to me, like, upset? (laughs) Um, And then I think it was just tough because at least the people that are around me are in their later years, so, like, third and fourth year. So they're probably like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do with my life now? And, like, it's like a scramble to figure out what you're doing. And it's also, like, I don't know. It was just a tough year.
0: In terms of say scrambling in a tough year, what would you say about people who dedicate, say, the new year to go? Okay, this is now time to comb through my friends list and cut off people. You know, this is time to reassess. You know, like how close I am with certain people.
2: I feel like I feel like
0: I feel like that's fair
2: to some certain extent because it's just like I feel like in my life, I feel like I've kind of held on to friendships that weren't, I wouldn't say fruitful, cause I, I don't really deem like relationships like need to have fruit in order for it to have value. But I feel like when people kind of have that um, ideology of like, oh, like let's reassess who are my friends or who's not my friends, you know? But I feel like most of the time it's like, it's come from, from a place where they didn't feel appreciated by a certain, type of, certain types of people mm-hmm. or didn't feel valued by you know, due to said said person's actions, you know, so I kind of de- like I I kind of do see the importance of doing that because it's like not everyone needs to have the same of exact the same amount of access or the same amount of like even respect from you because like, you know that's 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 why I see things. A bit. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's fair to do that at least, but if it's coming from a point of like maliciousness, then it's necessary. Yeah, but if it's coming from a point where it's just like you know, not not hurt, but like. Actual intentfulness and sure, yeah.
1: What was the question again?
0: I would say, what are your thoughts on specifically choosing to either begin a year or end the year with this reassessment of who you're friends with and cutting people off? Uh,
1: I think it's to each their own. Like for some people, like for me, I found that like I would just be. Like, if I had to remove someone from my life, it would happen at the time that it needed to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't wait until, like, oh, this person made me upset in January, but it's I'm going to wait until December to cut them off because yes. cause New Year knew me, you know?
2: Yeah.
1: Um, That's that's not really how I move, but that's I guess that's how some people move, and I guess to each their own. Like, if you feel like that's something that's going to benefit you in your life and cause the least amount of harm, like, you can do what you need to do. Uh, I don't really have much of an opinion on it. I think it's a little weird. I can't lie, like yeah. combing through your like friends and being yes. like, I like this person. I actually don't like this person because like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. I feel like when you remove someone from your life, it's going to be like, like when the thing that happens that makes you want to remove them happens. You know what I mean? You know, like there are things that can be can happen over like time. And it can be gradual. Yeah. Um, that makes sense to me. But like if, say, someone, I don't know, stole something for you. Don't say wait till to the year. put
0: my shoes in this per- in, to put myself in this person's shoes. Say there's one event mm-hmm. that makes you go, okay. It's not just this person; it's many people who act this way. Yeah, and I'm seeing it more in them, and say maybe a subsection of my friend group. Yeah, and I'm deciding to withdraw from the group entirely.
1: Yeah,
0: so I feel like in that sense, it could be not like you chose. So, you know, go from January to December to do yeah. something, but rather these little instances didn't seem like much until you went, okay, I'm moving, I'm moving into a different part in my life. So maybe because I'll be in a different physical location now is a good time to say bye to all of them.
1: Mm-hmm. Honestly, yeah, I agree with that. Like you, that just, you just gotta do what you gotta do. Do what makes you happy.
0: Do what makes you happy a lot of people i'm i'm surprised by the amount of people that are not enjoying the weather and i'm surprised <laughs> yeah i'm sur- i'm surprised not because i thought the cold was like a like a like something that canadians enjoyed mm-hmm. but i was surprised by the lack of snow in december and i was like okay bad for global warming and all that but
1: Wait, what do you mean what, michael oh. michael's making a face right now that's oh, no. why we're like because
2: <laughs> like, no, like bro like i i i get that too i like, was like oh like we don't have like a white christmas like i'm like this is what you guys wanted no literally like I, this is what you guys prayed for <laughs> okay i'm
1: like i don't know i didn't know that that we didn't have a white christmas so i didn't leave my house during the break oh like. god
0: <laughs> I, was, I was in this i was in the states for christmas so i i didn't mm-hmm. notice it either but i i noticed a lot of Complaints about the lack of snow in December. And I always looked at that as a, okay, I'm not from here, so anytime it's not snowing, that's to me like, okay, winter is actually a time that I get to leave the house and, you know, layer up, Mm -hmm. not, you know, barricade in and and step out if it's necessary. But I'm like, where is the fun in weather like this? I don't
2: don't get it either. Because it's just like, I don't know, like maybe... Maybe it's it's the whole like romanticism on like winter and like you know it's it's the holidays it's good times you spend time as a family you know but like I'm realizing now that all of those things aren't aren't times outside like all no, those things are t- times, times are indoors all those things
0: are especially if you have roommates that can't agree on a temperature for the apartment oh, all of those yeah. things are, all of those <laughs> things are, depend on the day
2: not yeah. even that and like even 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 it's like oh yeah like you, you go ice skating and like you, you can go like to the Christmas market and do all this I'm like okay that's fine but those are two things <laughs> and then not only is like I'm not like I don't know like I feel like this goes sound very controversial those are very palm colored things to do in my head because personally I don't like I don't know like within like black I don't know like within like black culture like I don't really see a lot of like like winterized things it's like oh like like a lot of people go out and like throw snowballs like I don't think that's something that like we as we as a collective like purposely go out and do you know what i mean
1: i cannot lie i used to throw snowballs with my brothers and my father oh damn yeah we we had a lot of fun and we made forts oh yeah yeah i miss that stuff but like now as an adult i don't know like the snow i love the snow because it's beautiful and it's pretty to look at i just get really upset when i'm cold because i like i have like i'm like just like perpetually cold my hands are cold Mm -hmm. like my feet are cold so then when i'm cold i'm just angry and i don't want to be angry all the time
2: there is I don't know. Maybe whatever I said was kind of crazy, but I don't know. I just, I just seem like, uh, like, yeah. I, I seem like, it seems like, uh, there's a, like, large discontent with the weather, yeah. primarily from, like, people that look like me. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, well, we,
1: we mm-hmm. are from, like, like, our roots are from, like, Africa. Yeah. So I guess we're not really, like, that acclimated to this weather, like,
0: mm-hmm. genetically. Fair, so yeah. Yeah. But, I, the, the angle he's coming from is more so societally, like, mm-hmm the activities people do in these times of year, and I feel like even if you were to look at, say, high school hockey, mm-hmm. it's really not people that look like us being drawn to it. Yeah. Even in opportunities much. where you have, you know, yeah, a chance to play, it's like when it's cold, it's not what's on your mind.
2: Yeah, yeah like it's like it's not wanting to go outside and like build up for it's yeah. more so to maybe if, if i'm going outside is to like shovel and go back inside <laughs> and not go back outside you know what i'm saying
1: that's yeah. fine.
0: enough. i i always viewed me going yeah. out and say having fun having like a snowball fight mm-hmm. when i describe that to say my roommates or my friends they're like okay he wants to do it because he's not from here it's not. He wants to do it because it's winter. It's like yeah. he wants yeah. to do it because he's literally <laughs> never done it before. And never experienced it. Yeah, bro.
2: That's what I'm saying. You know,
1: snowball fights would be fun if I never, if I didn't get the snow like in my neck, you oh, know, God. in between your scarf and like your jacket, and then it like melts down mm-hmm. and then it's inside like your jacket and it gets all warm because like you're warm inside your jacket. That's like mm. the one reason why I don't have snowball fights. If anyone, I would, I would have a snowball fight with you. I Brian. think
0: the rule is just no headshots.
1: So like some people don't know and right.
2: sometimes I remember like kids used to get in trouble for having snowball fights because sometimes like they'd when you would attack snow, there yeah. like, would be ice in it, and then kids be bleeding or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, elementary
1: school was <laughs> wild. <laughs> yeah. <It> was wild,
2: would <laughs>
1: know. Be whipping snow at each other,
2: and it, it, it'd be hurting. It'd be hurting. It's yeah. you know.
1: Do you want to have a snowball fight later, Brian? I want
0: to have a snowball fight. I lost my gloves.
1: I don't have gloves. We should go buy some gloves.
0: I lost my gloves, and what I'm more annoyed about is the fact that I lost my jacket. What? I, I didn't lose the jacket. I was at the club, and I paid oh. for, for... coat yeah. check <sighs> anyway. uh.
1: Oh. <laughs> but
0: I was, I was there over the weekend with my roommates, and I'm at coat check and then I go to the bathroom, and I come back, and I'm like, wait a minute. I put the, I, I put the tag on the sink right next to where I was oh, washing my hands. Where'd no. it go? Oh, no. So oh. I go back, and I'm like, yeah, my jacket's in coat check and they're like... Could be anyone's jacket. Come back tomorrow. Oh my god! So I'm like, okay, let me go back. Oh, it's a Sunday. They're closed. Lovely. Mm.
1: The drinks close on Sundays.
0: Yeah. Oh, really? I did not yeah. know that. Not. They don't even have like an office there. Like, where would you go on the weekend if you were, say, a bartender, looking to speak to your boss?
2: But, yeah. I don't know. So, like, what's your opinion on people that go out at at these times? Like, during, like... like, Because, to my recollection, a lot of people went out on Friday and Saturday. Yeah. You know? And Friday, there was a whole snowstorm. People
1: went out on Friday?
2: Bro. Yeah. Man, people went out on Friday. Wait,
1: I went out on Friday. Friday was the
2: worst of the two days. Bro, it was... Bro, I was. I, I was for, I was huh? at the, This was saying like I went, bro, Like I was at the gym. I was at the gym and it was before the snow like hit. I was at the gym. I was like, wow, outside's not bad, mm-hmm. great. I come back, whatever, and then as I'm, I'm doing cardio and like out, i like I can see outside from where the treadmills are, and I'm like, oh, okay. I turn around for, probably I'll go to the washroom, wash my hands, come back. And there's a crazy amount of snow on the ground. I'm like, was, "Whoa, this is bad." It's
1: crazy. I was supposed to go to the gym. I was gonna go climbing with my friend, and I was so okay. excited. I was like, "Okay, let me get my like little like cute gym outfit on." And my friend's like, "You're leaving in this weather?" And I'm like, "What do you mean? It's fine." And I look outside, and I was like, "Oh, uh, yeah." Had to rain check. Didn't get to go climbing,
2: unfortunately. Yeah, it was bad, but yeah. yeah.
1: I think it's, like, low-key, low, key, low crazy to go out and, like, like go out and, like, wait in line and things. Like, if you're going out and, like, it's, like, you're not – you don't have to wait in a line to go to wherever you're going. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, it's fine. But, like, sometimes the line for some of the clubs here are, like
2: – Insanely They're
1: insanely long. long. I'm not waiting in a line. I cannot yeah, do that, like, especially in the weather like that.
2: Bro, like, imagine – I don't know, like – I remember – what was it? Like, was it Hoko? Or – I think it was Hoko, like, this past Hoko. Yeah. But the line outside our herb – was insane i just found out
1: where herb was like a couple weeks ago oh god i didn't know where it was
2: wow yeah crazy it's
0: cute but yeah it's a little cute place yeah Yeah, it's very cheeky that's not surprising
1: wait why is that surprising what is that supposed to mean
0: i feel like if you're if you're thinking of places to go i feel like you would list all options and at least visit each of them once
1: i would want to but i feel like the what is it like the cover is a
2: well, yeah, it'd be like twenty five.
1: Yeah, compared to like other places, it's like
2: five bucks.
1: Five bucks or nothing. Yeah. Right? Like
2: yeah.
1: I'm, I'd much rather go to a house party
2: than like pay twenty dollars. Same to go here. Dance. Like I, I think I, fi- I think I find a lot of enjoyment in 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 house parties than like going out to the club. The club.
1: It's because I can ask my like out of pocket questions to people. I don't ask anything too crazy, but like I can go around and be like, can everyone around in the room like name something that they love about me? And then it makes everyone laugh and everyone's like, okay, like this girl's like, she is silly Billy. It breaks the ice. There's,
2: I get that. Or I
1: ask people what their favorite bug is. I'm gonna take over hosting right now. Um, Brian, what is your favorite bug?
0: What is my favorite bug? I don't have a favorite bug. That's insane. Really? Really? You've Um,
1: gotta have at least one like bug that you think is cool.
0: Cool, like cool cool to look look at. Yeah. Yeah. Like a Hercules beetle. Oh, Hercules never heard
1: of that. beetle. That's a cool, that's a good, that's a good, that's a good choice. Hercules, I've never yeah. seen one, but it sounds like a cool no, thing.
2: It, it, it's the one that has like the horns, like at the front, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Bro. What's yours? I'm
0: pretty, mm. su- I'm pretty sure the front horn extends it's off a, the main body. Yeah, it has like that's a little, right. like you. I gotta look this up now.
2: Um, My favorite in- insect, probably have to be like a ladybug. I know, the, I know, the, I know. This kind of generic, but not the ladybug that's like red. The ladybug that's like orange. The
1: ones that bite you.
2: Oh, they be biting people.
1: I don't know if it's the yellow ones
2: or the orange ones. Oh, I know. Oh this is pretty cool. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I'm Not a big fan of insects. Yeah. I, I keep on telling people if I was, if I had any choice, yeah, yeah. If I had any choice, besides to do like a job that I don't like, I would love to be. An exterminator oh, i enjoy <laughs> i enjoy seeing things die especially when it comes to insects <laughs> <laughs>
0: especially
2: when it comes to insects i love like bro like squatting a fly brings me joy i won't uh, lie to you
0: all right I, i'll say i'm put off by the sheer amount that you'll find in some places yeah because apartment buildings will just have them Behind and under everything. Silverfish
1: are everywhere. everywhere. Oh, oh, my, my
2: god.
1: They make me want to, like, not have toes anymore because I feel like they're going to go in between my toes and, like, wiggle around and
2: stuff.
0: Oh, God. K. Okay. K. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I was more so thinking, like, <laughs> squirming towards you when you're, like, in the shower because then you can't really do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine I'm...
2: you butt naked. <laughs>
0: <buddy. laughs> like, like if, if, if there's a whole group of them and then oh, somewhere in the... Sh- Say like two in the shower and then and then two outside just randomly. You don't even know where. You can't. You mm-hmm. didn't like tiptoe around the place.
1: Yeah, no, that's spooky. I don't like spiders. They oh, are. Yeah. But some spiders
2: are kind of cute. No, they're like like the little like small ones. Like probably like the size like probably like this. They big. move
1: so fast though, and I don't I like know. that they move so fast because I want I want to like capture them in a cup and like bring them outside.
2: Oh, it's that's cute. But like,
1: I'm also afraid to. Go anywhere near them. Like, if they touch me, I have to go take a shower and, like, use hand sanitizer.
2: wow. Taking a shower. I feel
0: like you lead with the cup hand. You lead with the cup hand, so if it jumps anywhere, it can't touch your hand besides inside or outside of the cup.
2: Hmm.
1: You are... Wait, what? Do you, wait, what?
0: If you're, if you're like, putting a cup over it, mm-hmm. then your hand is far away from the, like, but rim But if it's of above me, I'm
1: not very tall, oh. so it's, like... I have oh to damn, like,
2: they, be, they, be, they be jumping for
1: Yeah, and if they move really fast, I'm just throwing up. I'm I'm leaving. I'm burning my place down. Nah. Because, ooh, I shouldn't have said that My um. bad. <laughs> <laughs> no way!
0: No way! I didn't even connect it to you said.
2: Oh, no way. Inside joke for real. Oh, wow. oh my days. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> Oh God! But,
0: but in, like on the topic of the exterminator, what kind of job would you work if you didn't have to worry about pay? You know, if you could just do whatever, and you know you would be you would still be doing it for, mm-hmm. you know, say like forty hours a week. But it is time that you can allocate and choose say to not yeah. spend.
1: I think I'm gonna be annoying and say the career that I want to go into is physiotherapy. I just find so much joy. Like, I, I volunteered at a physiotherapist for like 12 months, and I was like, this is the dream. You hang out with people, it's like solving puzzles, figuring out where, what the ailment is, how to treat it. And I really like puzzles. And then I get to talk to people and hang out with people and like dress cool. And like, I don't know, I, I would like to be a physiotherapist or give me a second to think about it. Someone else go.
2: Oh, for me, like, Definitely, being a photographer, like hands down, mm-hmm. like there's like there's nothing I wouldn't like. There's nothing that I wouldn't do, like, like, like this sorry, would do. Yeah, there's nothing that I would do besides do that. Like in my head, like getting to like compose something and like not only like take the photo itself, but have that idea and like almost kind of like finish up like a thought, but using materials like people or things and like, you know, I feel like it's not only is it fulfilling but it's almost like you kind of have like a picture in your mind and you actually could like have the idea to like put it to life
0: do you direct videos uh,
2: like you should start like yes and no like i'm I, like like i don't direct them but like for like I've, I've done like what's the word for it like brainstormed on three and like other people have like shot it but i've like yeah i've been like the brain behind it in a sense but Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah.
0: I feel like I feel like if you're going into say like shots that are composed with even props or something like that. Mm -hmm. Say like a long setup of 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 even stuff like the long setup pictures I know of are 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 things say like a bird that moves very quickly. Mm -hmm. And you can't capture it by not waiting for it to do something and then getting that snap moment. But I feel like I could translate into say commercials or music yeah mm-hmm, for sure like yeah
2: like or like just like art or just like being a museum photographer
0: that's something that i want to do like for sure yeah what
1: about you brian yeah
2: what about
0: you? i would actually say <clears throat> it would have to be some kind of performing art oh it would be say like but but not like theater it would be say like slam poetry yeah or, or, or stand up
1: i was about to say you have a very good voice for like things that like for speaking you know what I mean yeah. you have a very calming voice but it's also very like like it's interesting
0: i every time i watch a comedy special i'm always amazed by how much real life and like not funny yeah it's just them telling a story
1: in. and like or like trying to send a message a lot of the time yeah
0: which i enjoy and i'm like if i could if i could just do this traveling in random cities and you know have a crowd boo me and not go oh i just spent my rent money on you know tickets around the globe (laughs) yeah and i got and i got booed at all the shows Uh. i feel like it's a hit if it's what is keeping you afloat Mm -hmm. if i didn't have to worry about that I feel like I would like a living that's comprised of talking. Yeah.
2: Interesting. Hmm.
1: I could definitely see you as like hmm. as like a standup comedian that like has like a like a big cult fault like like not, I don't know if cult following is the right word, but like like you a have like cult. hardcore fans, the hardcore fans, like, yeah. where they're like they're like Brian is the absolute best. You gotta watch like this like cardio comedy. Yep, <laughs> like, yeah. like,
2: like like people people be like. Leaking your stuff, bro. Yeah. I feel. Yeah. I feel like. I feel like making
0: it. Making it to me wouldn't even say being like a number of followers. It's so nerdy. But making it to me would be like people going on Reddit saying like, oh, bro, the Reddit, <laughs> the, the people, Reddit forums. People, people, making a Reddit of me to be like, what is he working on? What does mm-hmm. he do when he's not on stage? You'd be
1: like Frank Ocean type. You know, like, like he's a little bit more like mysterious than other artists. Yeah.
0: So. Or like you know, like those like Reddit forums where
2: like they like. Actually, have like paragraphs and paragraphs of arguments on how like they're better than so-called artists. That would be. I feel like that's when like you know you made it. Like multiple people have like arguments and like and like songs or like or even like performances that like make you a better person that's Mm -hmm. i feel like that's when you know you made it so
1: also this is like a side note but um you made me think when you were talking about film you made me think of this thing that i had in high school i was in communications technology from like grade 10 to grade 12 and i was obsessed with it Mm -hmm. um and i wanted to have like a cameo my friend wanted to be a filmmaker and i was like how about you have like in every single movie that you make does it matter if they're connected or not you just have one picture of me in the background (laughs) Of one scene, and it's like a, it's like a white family, and then there's just a picture of a random black woman, like with her thumbs up or whatever. Just in every single movie, and then everyone just knows it as like that's like this director's like signature thing.
0: Oh,
2: that's that, so funny.
0: That that reminds me of an idea that I gave to one of my roommates because he's planning on going into directing movies. Oh. And he loves popcorn, and I was like, it could be a thing in your movies where fans pick up on. Characters just simply eating different types of popcorn. popcorn or like popcorn, where the logo on the what is it like a bucket? The, yeah, a
1: yeah, bucket bag.
0: Bag, yeah. yeah. Like the logo on it is something that you made and is something that you would like not mention is in the movie because it's not that big. But if you were interviewed about it, you would go, Oh, yeah, that's there because you know, I wanted people to pick up on that. Mm-hmm. But his idea before that was actually to have literally people that he knows just cameoing in the back. Say, yeah. like, extra roles. Mm-hmm. To be, like, oh, because we were, you know, friends in high school, you're going to be the guy on the plane. Yeah,
2: you know how, like, remember... Um like with certain Marvel movies, like Stanley would Cameo, in like yeah. in like the most weirdest or ways.
1: Like, what's his yeah. name? Um, Stephen King in like oh, the yeah. it movie. For yeah. sure, yeah. Like I, that's my goal is to be like know someone that's gonna film like movies or whatever, and they just have a picture of me in every single movie, mm-hmm. just so people know. They just know. They're like, yeah. oh wait, and the people are like, oh wait, that's this person's friend. Like that's so sweet that they put them in their
0: movies. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Or like the expression of my face in the picture describes how it's going to end.
0: If you were in a movie, what would you want people to be paying attention to?
1: If I was in a movie? Yeah. Like, what do you mean?
0: Like, say you you got to choose which role you were playing or something. What is something that you could perform and you would want fans to be drawn to, say, a specific part of that performance? Like, what is something that you feel you could put into a movie or a role that you could play well Mm -hmm. that you feel fans would go, okay, what Millie's character did best in this film was that. Or what makes this film worth watching is when this actress does this. This actress is written in this way.
1: Oh, that's a really hard one, I think. That's That's a really profound question, yeah.
2: I feel like for me, like, not, not, not to, like... Yeah, not to be like on the actress or like Millie type situation or like, I feel like for me like if I was a director it would have to be like the soundtrack. I feel like mm-hmm. that that would be worth like not not only that but I feel like I'd make it in a way where it incorporates like the soundtrack so perfectly, and like all my music like all of my all my movies would have this like really profound and like what was it for it. Like, like gripping, gripping. Like oh yeah, there it is. Heart gripping music, where like it doesn't owe you only like, because I like, certain because I feel like in certain films like some some music is just purposely there to be background music. Yeah. But then some music is purposely there to like not only to make you be more attentive to to the scene, mm-hmm. but like to make you know that something's about to happen. Yeah, Black Panther. I think right? has, does a really good job with that. Exactly. So that's what that's why I feel like that's what something that I would definitely incorporate in my movies for sure. Also I
0: think
1: now I'm thinking about like if I was playing a sorry, the the question that you posed before was like if I was playing a character, what I what would I want people to like take away from my performance?
0: Yeah. Not okay. not even take away from your performance. It, it it would more so be what would you want to take away from your character being in that movie? So it it could be something that's not even related to your performance. It could be something like your wardrobe. Mm. Ooh.
1: I'd say maybe my humor. I'd hope that like I'd get a role like even if it's a very serious movie like I want to be someone that makes people laugh because that's that's my goal in life. I love I love making people laugh. Um, yeah, so I think like having some like witty like something witty like something that like people like actually like think about and they're like wait no that's a really smart joke or like like the one I made earlier yeah. but like or like people be like that's a really <laughs> smart joke that's a really that's a really astute observation that she made into a joke. I would really like something to take away from like, oh my gosh, that's so funny, but it's also really smart and clever. I think that's what I'd want people to take away from it. And people to be like, this character is kind of relatable and kind of funny because she's kind of deadpan. Because I feel like if I were to play a p- character, it would probably be a dead, like a very like deadpan, straight face character. Because I, I don't know. I think that's that's the character I played in high school drama. Yes, I was a drama kid. Yeah.
0: You feel like people could tell? Huh? Do you think Do you think that's something that people can tell?
1: I don't know. Do you, could you guys tell that mm, I was a drama kid?
0: Nah, oh. nah no. No. You seem to me more of a writer than an actor.
1: I did used to write a lot when I was younger, uh. but I did like drama because I would also play really quiet characters. I I enjoyed like the silent, deadpan comedy. Hmm. So I would do something a little different, like every time. But yeah, what would you say like you would want mm-hmm. your takeaway to be from a
2: movie?
0: My takeaway from the movie, I would say. I would hope that the ways in which my character acts and what drives and motivates my character is, I would want it to not be relatable to a lot of people. Mm. I would want it to be Mm. specific to the character. Say he's like, has a high profile job. yeah, Or it could even be like super like low income, but very lucky. I would want the character to have something about them that would make them go, I'm not like, I'm, I'm jealous of that character, but rather if I was in their shoes, I would live completely differently or I would actively not want to be like that person. I would yeah. want a character that is, I would say, unlike me. Because mm, okay. I feel like it would make, I feel like it would make your repertoire larger, yeah. having that range of playing characters that require little to no method acting. Mm where you are flipping a switch. And I feel like usually characters like that are villains. Yeah. But it could even be something like a bus driver. Mm -hmm. You know, like someone's not going into a movie going, you know what, if I was in that movie, I would want to be the bus driver. (laughs) But I'm like, that's a role that could be comedic. That's Mm -hmm. a role that could be, you know, like mentoring. Yeah, And it's a role that I feel like you know, if you play well, it could stand on its own, and it could make you go, "Okay, well, this guy is nothing like this." You know, wise homeless bus driver in real yeah, life. Yeah. But that's the end of the actor. D- yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, I feel like I feel like film wouldn't work. I feel like it would have to be something nonfiction that I would be telling a story. Like a biopic. In. Yeah. Okay. I. Not a biopic. Okay. Not a biopic because I feel like I feel like biopics are often inferior to biographies and I feel like I had this I did have this conversation with Michael last year. We talked about biopics and biographies.
2: And how like they're inaccurate to certain Yeah. Yeah, like there's not really the true story. Not not biographies, documentaries. True. documentaries. Yes. Yes. Yeah,
1: documentaries.
2: Yeah. I remember that conversation, yeah.
1: Okay, because I was like trying to figure out the difference between a biography and like a biopic. I was like, aren't they they based off each other or whatever? But no, that makes sense. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I feel like here we are with this film topic. I feel like we can just slow down and ease into a break and then come back with a few more things to talk about in, you know, five to ten minutes.
1: Sounds pretty good to me.
0: Hello. Hello, hello.
1: Hello. (laughs)
0: <laughs> we are back from the break with a nice little section regarding advice and you know certain little situations where there won't be much context but we're going to be providing advice to the best of our capabilities the first prompt says and i'm gonna ask this around the group i'm sad and i just find it hard to connect with people around me advise me
1: dang that's that's a tough one um, first thing I want to say is we've all been there.
0: Mm-hmm. You're not
1: alone. There are many people that feel the same way that you do. I think that, um, it's hard to find people that you can connect with really well when you're really, really trying your hardest to just connect with everybody. That too. So I'd say find something that you like, something you enjoy. You enjoy watching this specific show. Find a club of some, like a hobby that you enjoy doing and then just go and, try your hardest. I know it's really hard. Everyone wants to be their best self when they go and meet new people, but just try to be yourself and you'll meet people that you connect with and like when you meet like one or two people that you connect with, they'll connect you with more people that you connect with. So I think that's my biggest advice and also just like don't get too down on yourself. Like it, it's a process learning to connect with different people and sometimes it, it doesn't click with everyone and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You can just, you'll find those people. There are people out there for you. There's out There's people out there for everybody. So that's, that's my little tangent.
0: (laughs) I, I feel like with certain interests, it's hard to connect with other people depending on how niche those interests might be. So perhaps if it's a matter of just not connecting with the people around you, Mm -hmm. I would recommend, you know, maybe t-shirts or stickers, just make what it is that you're interested and want to talk about or passionate about more visible so that someone else could start that conversation and lead you into being more comfortable talking about the things that you have in common and then from there branching out into broader conversations and introducing each other to you know, you meet their friends, they meet your friends or your roommates, things like that, and you Mm -hmm. could go from there. I feel like that often works with things like old anime and old bands. Yep.
2: Mm Hmm.
1: The if, amount of conversations I've started with like I have a sticker of Sasha from Attack on Titan on my laptop, the amount of conversations that have been started from that insane. And I've made two friends that were my group members for the rest of the semester. So Yeah.
0: With with, with certain anime like Berserk, mm-hmm. the fact that you have to give people a disclaimer before they start start the series makes certain people go, Okay, I don't want to talk about this series at all.
2: Mm-hmm. Why why do you say
0: that? <laughs> I, I just I just know some people that are like, I heard things about it, I won't get into it, but I feel like if you are someone that still at this point feels like you know whatever it is that I'm into might not be accepted. Still and there. this is often a, you know transitioning out of high school thing. Yeah, but it could be new to the place thing. It could be a new interest. It could yeah. simply be a matter of personality. but for some people, it just helps to go okay, I got that clarification or I got that, like, I got some sort of heads up that what I thought was weird was just in my head and other Bro. people want to talk about
2: it. Literally, like, I feel like anime is, like, a really good, like, not. I feel like it's a good place to start with me because, like, that was, like, a really big thing when it came to, like, starting conversations or, like, you know, talking about things I like amongst other people because, like, a lot of it, like, in high school... It was not even high school. Like, elementary school to, like... Yeah, like, high school as well. Like, liking anime, you're like, you really... Like, you were seen as one of those, like, kids. Not yeah. to say that... Not to say that <laughs> being these these kids in high school was bad. Just saying that there's this whole skepticism that... You'd be one of those kids that, like, play Yu-Gi-Oh! Or Pokemon in you the ran, cafeteria. Naruto running in and the And Naruto halls. running in the hallway at I 7 a.m. in the kids. morning. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, so, like, for me, like, I think... Like I think during quarantine, Team if people got bored and like wanted to watch stuff and like every day. I feel like ad- anime was like a go to for that, especially with TikTok and stuff like that. But I love I love anime so much. It's not like I would say like it's a big part of my personality, but it's definitely something that like occupies a lot of my time. Yeah. You know, like like a, like a new series of come out or like maybe like A, a like new a season. Season like or Thousand like, Year Blood War. Yeah, right? Or even when like um this this new anime that I started to watch Soul Leveling. Mm -hmm. It was like a manga before, and now like they animated it. Or even like this anime called Pluto, who kind of like, like it's this anime about uh, how the future would work with like robots and AI. And it kind of has this conversation about like um, how it would be integrated into society and how like robots are like, look like humans, act like humans, have feelings like humans, Mm -hmm. right? Like how like we would kind of like perceive them in our society yeah and like uh i don't know if you guys ever like uh watched astro boy
1: i before. definitely did but i don't remember anything about it yeah
2: like it kind of takes it, it takes e- like it elements from astro boy and, t- and kind of ties it in with like emotion feelings and like how that would all work and i really enjoyed watching it like i think i've been yeah like i binged the first season that's on netflix mm-hmm. and like i have this whole like like I don't. I don't really like Netflix anime because it's like I feel like the, like certain Netflix anime ruined the anime culture for me. What? Yeah, like bro, like Seven Deadly Sins was okay, like. Okay, okay, okay. We don't. have to like, talk about but like that was such a good but anime like, when it wasn't with Netflix, and then they ruined it. But
1: like, erased. But
2: that's not a Netflix anime.
1: Is it not? No,
2: it's not. Promise Neverland. Promise Neverland is not a Netflix. Anime. Oh, yeah. okay, no, I, I,
0: yeah, I need to. Talk to I like, need to stop talking. There's a lot of, yeah, <laughs> you know, partnerships where. Netflix will have the show, and that will be, like, you know, their way of westernizing it. Yeah. If like they're not going to, say, fun, Funimation or Country like, some of them will just go straight to Netflix and say, okay, this is what people watch TV on, and, you know, America and Canada, this is how we're going to get people talking about our, you know, stuff in, in, in places where people speak English. And I feel like that wasn't as big, say, five years ago. Probably not now. Literally. And so you could, you could be still in university and you would be thinking you know when i got here everybody thought this was you know strange and now i'm having conversations about it and it is a way of bonding with people yeah
1: Yeah. also i wanted to add another thing to this prompt um what i found personally for me when i was on my journey to make new friends is like attracts like so i like try to emanate the traits that you think make a good friend and traits that you want in a oh. friend. And you tend to attract those people. like Because your standards tend to be higher and you tend to be like more receptive to people that also have these traits. So like, I want a friend that is very emotionally intelligent and very supportive and very funny. Then work on those traits and you're more likely to meet people like that and have people like that want to connect with you.
2: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I don't really look at it like that. Even with, with friendships, I always felt like that when it, when it comes to like relationships mm-hmm. and like, you know, girlfriend and boyfriends, that type of situation.
1: But yeah, mm. wow. I think friendships are just as important as yeah. romantic relationships. So they definitely are. I put a yeah. lot of um, effort and like intention into them.
0: Hmm. The next prompt is How do I make the most of my year? Can you give me some tips? Advise me. And I feel like. This one is harder to advise someone on just because there's so much that you could be doing in a year mm-hmm. that giving tips on what you could do to make the most of it could be 200 things yeah. I, think. I think oh sorry no you go i
2: think like i think like a great way to start off is like do not i know this gets on corny but do whatever makes you happy mm-hmm. i feel like i feel like a lot of people don't not don't but like a lot of people kind of forget I was like with life and people that you're around like like not to think of yourself first but to think what really brings you joy and try to like maximize it to your full potential like like i'm just going to sound odd but like even like when it comes to like working out like working out even though like a lot of people say oh i want to lose 20 pounds Mm -hmm. you know like i feel like it starts from there it's like you want to kind of see self-improvement but like it doesn't need to be like oh i want to go to the gym and like have a split it can literally be like Oh, I want to go play soccer. Yeah. Like, I want to go do more. That's like things that bring you joy, and it doesn't seem like as tedious or as or as um, daunting of a task. Cause it's, like, I want to have this big goal, but like, if it's in a way that can actually brings you like fulfillment and joy, I feel that like that's the best way to go about things.
1: I like that. I think that's a very good good perspective to have. I think I'd set intentions mm-hmm. um, for the year. If there's anything f- like from like the previous year or something that you've seen that you want to implement, set that intention early and then kind of don't just set the intention and be like, okay, set the intention yeah. and kind of outline steps um, that you want to take in order to implement them into your life. And I think that's like, yeah. yeah, what do you think, Brian?
0: I would say to make the most out of your year, I would say focusing on something intangible. Mm-hmm. Um, so that could be a goal that you're working towards either at halfway, quarter the full year just have something that you're working towards passively that's that's helping you whether it be mentally spiritually financially or just simply a lifestyle or even a quality of life change i would say just if you're thinking of making the most out of your year then changes that you can't see are likely to be larger than changes that you will see so it could be spending more time dedicated to efficient studying yeah it could be something as simple as going out more if that's something that you view as beneficial socially and you have time for so anything that you're planning on doing to make the most out of the year would be something that you could not not put on the back burner but say you have a meter yeah and throughout the year you should be failing this meter
1: Period. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot
0: the next prompt is let's see I'm someone who's an overachiever and annoys me but other people seem fine am I okay the am I okay question I feel like it's pointless and it's subjective yeah. are you okay
1: yeah, I guess.
2: <laughs>
0: but what does what does me saying yes mean? If yeah. it if it if it helps you, then go for it. Mm-hmm. But what advice you're seeking on ter- in terms of how to minimize how much you're annoyed by getting an A? Wait, oui. I wait. Oui. <laughs> getting an A annoys you. But other people seem fine. I'm. I'm. I'm assuming an A plus is 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 what you're, you're okay with.
1: I thought it was like I get an A and I don't care, so it annoys me or whatever. Oh wait, he's an over. Okay, no, I get it. I get it oh, you know. Yeah, he's
2: overachiever. Yeah, no. so Crazy.
1: Um, just don't put as much pressure on yourself. I think might be like a good thing to do. I know that's like hard to like tangibly like implement, but like just be like, hey, an A is all right. Like I'm still above the a, like because A means like above average, right? Yeah, so I'm still above the average. I'm chilling.
0: Yeah. I would I would say just focus more on things in comparison and how relative this is to everybody else that's also taking these classes and think about your profs and think about the fact that they're probably not seeing as many A's as you seem to be bored of pumping out. So if it annoys you to get an A, think about, you know, perhaps the fact that it means that you're doing well it means that you're doing something that you shouldn't be changing anytime soon and it means that there's really not much to go up from here yeah. so you got to think how much better am I doing than my peers and you know how, how much how much closer to 100 is going to make you happy
2: mm. I don't know this is something you don't like those kids that like you get back like your test and like let's say like because I remember in grade 12 cam I was one yeah. of those kids I I'll get back like a quiz or something and I got like like a C plus because personally cam was not my bag mm-hmm. right and like and then like there'd be like a kid like in the corner saying oh
1: I got an 88 no literally I have I have friends that are still like this
2: and I'm like <laughs> bro, I'm just absolutely like not to be like oh like you shouldn't aim for more like you shouldn't aim for a higher. obviously aim for what you want to aim for right and uh, but like just keep in mind that like once again, what Brian was saying, that, like, you're already above, you're already above the expectation. Mm. The expectation is, like, a, like I'm pretty sure is a B. That means that, you know, like, you got most of the concepts. But I feel like when people see, see, like, oh, like, they got, like, a B or, like, they got an A, they still look at the negative aspects. Like, like oh, like, I didn't get this right or, like, I didn't, like, I didn't really, like, like, get what I, like, I, I didn't get a 100, right? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that you failed. It, it doesn't mean that you don't lack understanding of the concepts that you're being presented to you, like, in class. It just means that, like, in this particular question, she just didn't answer, right? It, it doesn't mean that you're not capable of doing the norm. Not even the norm, because you got an A, because you're above the norm, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I just think it just kind of, kind of boils down to, like, being content with what you have and yeah. the way that you go about certain situations.
1: I have no opinion on this.
0: I feel with with classes there's two things to take away there's what you learn and then there's what you applied and it seems like you you know enough because you got an A so either you're studying very well you're memorizing very well or you actually understand the material and therefore what other takeaway is there that Mm -hmm. besides I got what I wanted and I did well in terms of you know receiving external feedback. So I feel like in situations like that you should probably just think about what an A means. Damn. On I, a sc- I was. on a scale of D minus to A plus. <laughs> 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 you are very positively skewed <laughs> towards <laughs> the A plus. <laughs> yeah. next yeah. one. Mm-hmm. I'm looking I'm <laughs> someone who's looking to grow healthily after being in a toxic relationship. How do I do that?
2: Mm, I th- I Oh, you Sorry, can. no, no, no. no I feel like I'm i you. No, no. Are you sure?
1: Yeah.
2: Oh no, like I feel like I feel like once again, like, get the way... I feel like it depends how the past, like, the past relationship ends. I feel like especially when it comes to, like, I, I don't know how like girls or like women process. Um,
1: I can I can vouch for that. Okay. You, yeah.
2: Yeah, like I don't know, cause like when like when f- in my head when I get like if if a relationship ends and I know that I was, like, the problem. Like, let's say that, like, Mm -hmm. something happens I know that I messed up here and, like, that was Mm -hmm. the leading cause to, like, them not wanting to be here, right? I feel like the way that I, not, like, get over it, but, like, if I want to, like, progress or, like, type of, like, kind of want to go into a relationship with someone, Mm -hmm. I know that I would focus on the things that I wasn't good in or, like, that kind of held my relationship back that didn't propel us to, like, want to be together anymore. Mm -hmm. Right, so that's why I feel like a lot of men deal with that. It's like, oh, like I wasn't good enough for, like I was, I didn't have as much money, or like I wasn't good looking enough, you know? So, or like, or like I wasn't really good in like understanding like where she was coming from. Like I wasn't yeah. as, um, what's the word for it? Um, like under, I'm not understanding, but like
1: receptive, right? receptive. Yeah, yeah, there it
2: is. Right, so like you, I feel like a lot of people kind of work on those things and come back. And be like, okay, cool, this is what I work on and like this is how I can like maybe get along with the, like so and so. But yeah. That's, that's what actually, I feel like this, I would approach
1: it. I think good, it. I think, yeah, reflecting on yourself and the mm-hmm. reflecting reflecting on the relationship as a whole is a really important step. And I think even if you feel like the other person was the bad person, mm-hmm. there's two there's two people in a... it takes two people to be in a relationship. So yeah, sure, yeah. um just like reflect on what you could have done better and then or like what traits um, that you have that may have caused this. Like, oh, I'm someone that's very quick to anger. That's why this blew up like this. Exactly. Or maybe that's something I should work on. Or I'm someone that's very passive whenever someone gets, whenever we get heated. So, like, I'll just withdraw and not communicate. So, like, just figure out, like, just reflect on how you were in that relationship. Reflect on how your partner was in that relationship and reflect on the things that you didn't like. And w- actively work towards not perpetuating that in your next relationship, I think is really important. Also, just spending time by yourself, um, just spending time single and enjoying your singleness and joining like date, dating yourself is really important after a relationship like that because you gotta heal
2: because
1: mm-hmm. being in a you being in any sort of relationship and having an end even if it was amicable, even if it was like super bad, you need time to heal after that. Um, so just taking the time to heal and reflecting on yourself.
0: And then I would say once you get to that point where you're out and about and you're looking, I would say in that time of reflection, and in that time of healing, you should be working on, I would guess, recognizing signs in your partner that you will be avoiding in the future. And you need to be, you know, not to say if you fell into a relationship that was toxic, on one side, it's your fault at all. No, but there are certain, I guess, moments where you would realize this person through the way they've acted in public through the way they've acted to people that are working service jobs mm. the way they acted around my friends when they met them there are moments that can make you go okay if this is annoying or if this is you know inflammatory now it's only going to get either worse or stay the same if i don't speak up and do something about it. So is this a situation that I'm willingly walking myself into, or is this a situation that I've learned from in the past and therefore I'm avoiding or confronting?
1: I think that was a really, I think we all had pretty solid takes. Mm -hmm. Can I read the next one?
0: You wanna read the next one? The next one's the the one.
1: Is it a doozy?
0: It is a doozy.
1: Um, If I'm
0: remembering correctly.
1: Uh, there's another one, but I'll read the one that you think is the doozy. Uh,
0: yeah, read the doozy.
1: Okay. I'm trying to get a girl as a black man. What should I do? Advise me.
2: <laughs> oh Michael my. Michael is
1: losing his mind over there.
2: Bro, I don't know, like I feel like I feel like I, I feel like the reason why I feel like this is because of my own experience. And I feel like you should one, you should be self aware of your surroundings. Uh, you know, like if you're talking about w, uh, WLU, you should know that you go to a predominantly white institution. Uh, you should know how you are being percepted by people around you, uh, especially when you're approaching women. I feel like you should be very cautious on the boundaries and the respectfulness on on that. I feel like that's the one way that can definitely help you in in um you trying to... Like talk to women or you know want a relationship with women as a whole is just like you know you being self-aware of those particular boundaries. Yeah
0: I would say it also depends on if you view you being a black man as potentially getting in your way. Mm-hmm. And if that's the way I see it, then uh, perhaps that's more of working on yourself. And, you know, why that is or perhaps working on yourself and going, okay, past experiences don't dictate, you know, the full scope of things, especially not the scope of things in the future. So if that is where it's coming from, then I would say, you know, you could do more stuff to educate yourself and work on the way that you view yourself in your own spare time. But in terms of actually say going up and starting conversations, I would say everybody says it, but you have to operate with a level of confidence that's not that's that's it doesn't even have to you know, be that you know everything that you're gonna say and you're coming off smooth and whatever. Just treat this individual like, human being and have a genuine conversation and things will lead to a second conversation which could lead to a friendship which could lead who knows where but it won't go anywhere if you're paralyzed by the thought of what could go wrong what is holding me back is it because i'm black Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) i don't really know if i have a leg to stand on with this but From a girl's perspective, I think literally what these two guys have said, just be respectful, be confident, Um, come in from like a place of I want to make a connection, not like I'm trying to get I'm not I'm trying to get this girl like no, like I'm trying to have this conversation to make a connection with somebody Mm -hmm. because people can like feel your intention sometimes. So it's like just come in like I'm here to try and connect with somebody Mm -hmm. and not. Yeah, I think that's my only
2: Yeah, But also like Like Going back to like the Like the black Man aspect Is that Sometimes like You being black is Is in the way Like sadly enough It's like People really have this like misconception of black men As Mm -hmm. a whole And normally it's just Very It's it's on like a physical level It's not really on an emotional Or like Or like a Like it's not To my recollection It's not really genuine Mm -hmm. It's more of like Oh They want to do things physically and then that's pretty much it right but yeah it's like it can be a battle in its own but you know like i feel like it just comes down to like the genuine aspect of things like if if you're approaching um women on a a genuine note of like actually getting to know them as humans and as people and as a person you know with values and stuff like that i feel like it's 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 the best way to go about things
1: yeah Yeah. i was gonna add something i forgot it was really good you guys would have like been clapping and like hooting hollering obama Who would have showed up it was a great thing hooting
0: hollering we would have been hooting hollering we would have been acting out of character acting
1: <laughs> out of character <laughs> 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 it was gonna be so good you guys would be like oh my gosh that's so amazing
0: but i don't remember what i was gonna say that's what
2: <laughs> hooting and hollering yeah
1: and obama would have shown up and given me a Yeah.
0: I will I will say, though, the point that Michael made, though, is very important to look out for. Don't just, you know, be going out there and letting yourself be commodified just because you are a black man. Because some people, you know, perhaps they come from a place where that's not very common and they want to have a little, you know, fun outside their house. And they're not looking at you for the person that you are. Yeah. And I think also
1: if if in the in your time trying to talk to people, someone is. Adverse to you as a person because you're black, that person's not for you. Keep it moving, they probably yeah. suck. So, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: and any compliment that's followed with for a black man, as a black man, right? Backhanded, right? Backhanded, Run. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. But, but <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> the next one is. I'm someone who's better trying to engage in the Laurier community. How do I do that? I don't really like clubs. Advise me.
2: Oh, this is so good, and I feel like, and I feel like the mic. oh, sorry.
0: This is this so good? And I feel like it's it's a
2: it's a it's a um, it's a hard it's a hard place to come from, especially when you don't like like partying or you don't like going to a club. I feel like the best place to start for me has been definitely at the gym. Or, um, like playing sports, and when, a thing, a thing that I realized too is also like, like, wait, are they talking about clubs as in like going clubbing? Are they talking about clubs as in like?
1: Laurie, I'm assuming Laurier clubs.
2: Like Laurier clubs, like yeah, uh, like, uh, okay. oh, like oh, like like SU clubs, for yeah, example. Yeah, that's what I'm assuming. Oh but wow, I, oh. I don't know because they said oh.
1: Laurier community, I wouldn't assume
2: clubbing was a thing. Yeah, eh? yeah. I don't know. I thought I thought it was clubbing. My bad. I I approached it as like going clubbing huh hmm that's that's not that puts a different twist on Honestly,
1: people in your classes you want to engage more oh yeah that too yeah talking to people in your classes that's engaging um yeah. taking cl- classes that are outside of your major or like outside of like even your faculty could mm-hmm. be a good way to engage um volunteering for like research studies i know you don't like clubs but like that could way to engage with the thing and then you get like a cool little thing that you can put on your resume like oh yeah i did do this research thing
2: yeah
0: or yes
1: i did do this certificate thing or whatever
0: yeah and then you could also say there's there's all sorts of meetings for say financial leadership that that'll be held in labs or in the peters building that you could see in the schedule maybe it's on the bulletin outside of your dorm Maybe it's a bulletin outside of your apartment, or maybe you just see it around on campus, maybe in the concourse, there's things happening on campus. I know sometimes in the science building, they have posters and, and uh, speakers for, say, psychology. Um, I know it's open to students that are in it, as well as students that are just, you know, passing through to get to know, perhaps to take a course in the future. But if you're thinking more so on the side of things that aren't academic, then yeah, you could be volunteering. If you go on Navigator, you could find experiences that you could technically be doing through the school, but they wouldn't be counted as curricular experiences. And you could do those for, you know, just getting to know perhaps people your age or in the group Mm -hmm. above you in the area. And then in terms of, you know, work, I don't know about getting a campus job, but that would certainly help you. Oh, yeah. For yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. being in the community. I just Talk wouldn't be the people. person to speak to on how to get hired for that. <laughs> but the next one is also school-related, school related, and it's the opposite of the overachiever. This person is asking how to do better in school. Uh-huh. My grades are dropping, and I don't really feel motivated. Advise me. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Um, with the motivation aspect, I'd say check in with wellness maybe, because sometimes that could be a mental health thing. It can just be like a life circumstances thing, so I think it'd be best to like reach out to wellness. You can talk to a counselor um, and just talk about how you're feeling. My next step would to be, would be to probably contact study skills or academic. You know what I'm talking about? Like the yeah. study skill. If you just look up WLU study skills, you can book an appointment, and they can show you how to – like. Tips on how to study and how to stay motivated and study, how to stop procrastinating. You can do that. Um, I'd say getting a study buddy, making a friend in the class that's like you know is doing really really well. Like for me, that personally motivates me to do better. So that's like that's something you can do.
0: i I'll, I'll, I'll say if it's a class that you're not that interested in, say it's a prerequisite, or you're realizing. Perhaps your program isn't what you want to be doing. There's going to be times where you don't feel motivated, but that's not necessarily tied to performance. Um, How much time you're spending in each of these courses could be a lot of time that you're spending reading and taking notes in this textbook, just to realize that if you had gone to Rate My Prof, you would have realized that that course could be summarized through lecture notes, so a lot of it could mm-hmm. just boil down to finding the best way to to take in and and you know process the information given your course and also looking ahead of time onto your syllabus to see you know how you'll be assessed for assignments, projects, group work, midterms. Look at all that kind of information and know okay what is required from me for this class that could be keeping my grade up. By just doing something such as 15 minutes of reading and then a quiz on the weekend
2: yeah I don't know like for me, but kind of helped me because I don't know like
0: I I I was I' think
2: like my whole life I was a kid that was always getting Bs. like if you look at all of my report cards it was like like from grade t- grade nine to grade twelve it was straight straight Bs. Only, like, second semester grade 12, I got, like, probably, like, two two A's. Mm-hmm. And it was all because of graphic designing and, mm-hmm. I think, French. But, yeah, like, what, what definitely helped me in university to, like, get my grades a bit higher was definitely, like, uh, having study sessions with, like, people in my class. Even though, like, it, it, it is weird, like, messaging them on, like, email or yeah. my learning space like it does sound kind of odd even like getting there because like this this is something that i would do and i don't know if i'm weird you for doing this mm. sometimes i would like look up like i'll go to like my class list on like my learning space and i'll look this in my class if it's like a familiar face or something that i've and, like a name that i keep on seeing mm-hmm. in my classes i'll be like i'll like find the Instagram and Be like hey you're in this in this class.
1: I've had someone do that to me, yeah. um, like just recently this semester. And at first, I was like scared because, like, ah, uh, I like, know I had to <laughs> <me>. <laughs> it had find Me, like, but then I was like, okay, no, that's fair. <laughs> yeah,
2: like, but well, like, that's 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 um, that's actually how I made one of like my very very close friends. Now, mm-hmm. um, was was through doing that and like, and, like they definitely helped me, and like I feel like I helped them when it comes to like certain things. So, yeah, like doing that type of method can, can be kind. of – Sometimes it could be kind of creepy, I won't lie to you. But I feel like, once again, if you approach it in the right way,
0: um, yeah, you should be fine. And then lastly, how do I grow internally but also maintain individuality? Hmm.
1: Grow internally? I um, feel
0: like the two of those things don't have to happen at different times. Yeah, they're yeah. not mutually you exclusive. Yeah, you don't sacrifice one for the other. For the other.
1: I'd say, Um, growing, I'd say spend some time on your own. Obviously, community is super important, and you should have, like, a community around you, but spending some time on your own, kind of learning what you like and what you want is important. I also would recommend reading, um, I know everyone hates the self-help books or whatever, but I'd recommend reading maybe some, like, bell hooks, um, and stuff like that has been like pivotal to my growth um so I'd say like reading books on stuff that you're interested in like if you're interested in like uh stoicism read a book on stoicism if you're Mm -hmm. interested like just like shop around for things that you're interested in that are related to the self development field and then read books on them watch podcasts um I don't know just like spend time oh journaling journaling is a really big one for me for like Self-growth because you're able to really analyze yourself and what's going on in your life. And I'd say that's that's a big one
0: And I would say also to You know, perhaps this could help you perhaps it wouldn't do much but changing the way you think about growth and Individuality and understanding that the two of them could happen simultaneously for example, you could in your growth journey you could meet or perhaps even be the one to put out you know, forms of reaching out to, to essentially say, this is what I'm doing, or this is what I'm interested in, or if you're interested in this similarly, get in touch with me and you branch out and whatever it is that you are determining as your way of growing internally, if that is say, looking into philosophy, getting in touch with people who A, know more about you on these topics and b people who are in similar positions to yourself because growth is not linear Mm -hmm. will help you understand that even though you're potentially going through a lot of the sim a lot of similar things none of this makes you any more like these people just because the two of you decided to become say better fathers in the same year Mm -hmm. so the part on individuality i say it wouldn't have much of an impact, but if it is something that you're looking at, say, you know, maybe growing internally wouldn't align with the friends that you currently have, then I think that goes into just considering why that is. Mm -hmm. You know, consider why you view yourself as giving up part of what makes you unique in order to grow. And if you can answer that question, then I feel like you can move forward doing both at once, or maybe that's not, you know, in, that's not what you're thinking at all. But maintaining individuality, I'd say you can maintain it by just growing as is.
1: Yeah, just being yourself. Yeah. Michael, do you have anything that you wanna add?
2: Well, I feel like you two said it perfectly.
1: Slay.
0: I would like to give this opportunity to you, Millie, to, you know, just, just, Let us know about any BSA events coming up in the next few weeks.
1: Oh, I'm like the worst person for this. I should probably know this. Um, We're definitely gonna be having a general meeting soon, so just check out our Instagram for any updates. I don't have any of the dates memorized, which I should.
0: The meeting is on the 23rd. That's crazy that
1: I don't know it, and you do.
0: (laughs) I believe that's a Tuesday. Um, And then also the Black and Corporate meeting coming up. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then February like history month is approaching So yeah. during that month. We'll be having bto breaking the Oz conference And besides that
1: you know, We have a lot of other stuff keep just stay tuned on our instagram join our mailing list if you want any updates on anything
0: um, Yeah The updates are there available office hours are posted if you want to you know come meet a few people talk in person yeah. i'm not there as often Probably should be. Yeah,
1: that you should come hang out Probably and just have conversations. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: We'll, we'll make Brian a, his own office hour. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? But <laughs> I do want to ask you a final question yeah. about music.
1: Yeah.
0: I recently got a record player.
1: You recently <coughs> got a record player? I recently I can't got a speak record English. player
0: from my brother over Christmas, and I was wondering if you ever played the record that I gave you. Like, I haven't uh, I haven't in, got in to because
1: no one around me has a record player, but I would really like to. Can can I come over and play play it?
0: Sure, I to have <sighs> to pick it up. I left it in Toronto. That's insane. But on the topic of music, I would like to close out with songs of the week. Songs of the
2: week. Hmm. Dang, I'm
1: trying to remember. I've been
2: I've been listening to. to a lot of like old older music, so I'm i gonna say "I Want You" by
0: Marvin Gay. "I Want You" by Gay. Yeah. Hmm. Nice.
1: I think "In My Solitude" by I think it's Billie Holiday is what I've been listening to recently, or it's just "Solitude" by Billie Holiday. It's a very slow. It's like a nice rainy is that, day. is song. that the one that
0: goes in "My Solitude"? solitude. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been liking that one recently. That's what it. Is one song? I always find this question difficult because I feel like in a song I would just. I, I feel like I would describe a week multiple songs mm. right. for
1: like each day or each like mood that you're in
0: probably mood not day mm. probably mood not day but if I were to pick one song just randomly I would say probably In the Light by Kid Cudi
1: ooh that's a good one that's a good one mm. alright <laughs> alright I think we're <laughs>
0: I think with that we can say goodbye
1: have a good night everybody have you a go. great week
0: all right. Good night, everyone.